Hello, and welcome to my channel, The Everyday Therapist. I'm Dr. Deb, and on this channel, we will be talking about everything psychological from both a research perspective and a clinical perspective, because I have experience in both areas. So the first topic we are going to be talking about is trauma. Now, this is going to be a, a series of discussions because trauma is a very complex subject. Now, what is trauma and why should we be talking about it? Well, first of all, we probably all have experienced physical trauma. If you fall down, you bruise your knee and you're in pain. So tissue becomes traumatized. But in terms of psychology, trauma basically is an individual's response to a distressing event. Now, we all have gone through trauma, both physical and psychological. But the question is, why should we be talking about it? Because as I said, we've all been through it. So let me explain uh, briefly, because I want to keep things brief on this channel, why we need to talk about trauma. Now, I'm going to bring up some research studies that address why we should talk about it. Actually, I'm going to bring up one. And I will link the, the study down in the comments so you can see, uh, see it too. Let me share my screen with you. Okay, back in uh, 1995 to 1997, the CDC uh, partnered with Kaiser Health System in California to collect a large amount of data to look at how people have coped with uh, childhood events, early adversity. Now, this is called the, uh, the ACE study, which is the Adverse Childhood Experiences Study. Uh, and there were 17, over 17,000 participants in this study. So this was a really large study. And what they found is that early adversity has, as you can see, lasting impacts, uh, including traumatic brain injury, depression, suicide, anxiety, PTSD, uh, risky behaviors, uh, STDs, and some very strong physical health things, such as cancer uh, and bad life outcomes. Now, what they also found was that there was a correlation uh, with regard to how many events a person had experienced. So I will bring up the form. It's called, and you can fill it out yourself. It's finding your ACE score. And the types of topics it covers is, you know, what happened in your first 18 years of life? Did uh, a parent or other person in the household often swear at you or made you feel physically um, unsafe? Uh, did you see distressing situations in your household? Uh, did your parents divorce? Was there drug and alcohol in the family. So all of these items, a person for each one, a person would enter a one and then total up 
the number of items. What the researchers found out was that 12.5% of the study participants had four or more adverse situations when they were growing up. And the greater the number of situa adverse situations, the more likely that these types of outcomes would be found. So one, one conclusion is that we should address these types of adverse events in order to help uh, people become healthier just in, in general. So that is one reason for talking about trauma and seeing its effects on people. And in the future, we will be looking at what happens with different kinds of trauma, uh, complex trauma, uh, acute trauma, long-term trauma. All of these different kinds of trauma have different kinds of effects, effects on the person. So for our next episode, we will be looking at how trauma develops in, in an individual. We'll, we will be talking about fear response and how it is associated with trauma. But before we go, I would like to give you all a little exercise to do. Now, one aspect of trauma is becoming anxious in similar situations. And when a person is anxious, the body goes into overdrive. One starts to breathe more quickly, the heart begins to beat faster, and the person can begin to shake. What a person can do to, to alleviate such anxiety is, is to control one's breathing. The easiest way to do that is to breathe in for a count of six, exhale for a count of six, and keep doing that repeatedly. And what that will do, you can control your breathing, and controlling your breathing will slow down the heart rate. And as you slow down the heart rate, the anxiety becomes less overwhelming. And so all you have to do is go one, two, three, four, five, six, one, two, three, four, five, six, and continue to do it. And over a couple of minutes, you will feel a lot better. Now, this technique also works if you're with someone who is having an anxiety attack as well. Best way to do it is to say to the person, would you like me to help you calm down? And most people are likely to say yes. Then you ask permission to take hold of their hands, take hold of their hands and say, may I hold your hands? And I want you to look at me and breathe with me. And then what you do is you do the six counts in, six counts out. And the individual with whom you're working will then behave congruently with your breathing and will start to calm down. This technique is very, very powerful. And I suggest that you try it out if, if you find yourself in that sort of situation. I mean, I've tried it out with, with clients and it all works better than taking a Xanax. So it's a very powerful thing to do. So that's all for this little bit of information. And if you found this interesting and useful, please hit the subscribe button 
and give me a thumbs up. So thank you very much. And I will see you the next time around.